Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? Oh, you guys, start there. I mean, it was like two <laughs> false starts. And then, whoa. It seemed really fast, and I was going to say something. Well, the first one didn't get me because I knew it was not. Oh, yeah. You I know knew better the intro than that. Yeah. was not. He always has one false start. Yeah. I, I'm always worried. The second worried, one did sort of get me. I'm always worried I'm going to pull something when I lift my arm, so I have to like, It's like warm last it week. How do you catch a... You you pulled your muscle Moving sitting there. You moved it from the right to the left and swarmed down, and you pulled your muscle. I'm a medical marvel, let me tell you. Jeez, bro. Uh, hey, man, so this is the mosaic that is Marion. Uh, a little throwback there. Uh, no, this is the mosaic of Marion. We're so glad you guys are here, if you're still with us after the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say one thing. our most popular. I love the church, and I will defend it to the hilt. Sorry. Yep, yep. Anyway, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm senior pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Uh, got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey. Got my man, the bean of the board, Elbino Dino Bambolino. <laughs> I need that on a business card, please. Yes. <laughs> I was just trying to think of something that rhymed there. <laughs> so, hey, we're in a text that Mona's going to lead on today. Oh, my Mona was Good bound stuff. and determined. So not we true. are We're going to do this passage. Oh. She went out last week and got tattooed. It was, it was I mean, a yeah. big fan. Hey, Mom, <laughs> you need to ask your daughter to see her tattoo. <laughs> it's on her right bicep so she can flex. I was thinking right across her forehead. It's on, no, it's on her right bicep so she can flex. <laughs> and, and, and on the inside. the text goes bold. And on the inside, she's got one of them little bikini girls. <laughs> you guys are too much. Smoking oh, a little you're gonna pay cigarette. for that later. Good I gracious! So much. <sighs> mm-hmm. You Mom, know, you know, ask. you're not gonna have your secretary here for a few days this week, right? <laughs> and you know how I feel. <laughs> 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 All right, so we are in Genesis chapter 41, and Mona's gonna read these two verses, and we're gonna attempt. <laughs> To pull something from that. Be the shortest episode. Yeah, th- we it may go like be. 10 minutes today. <laughs> it might be. Because I got nothing. Why do you think I'm kidding? I'm, I'm telling you guys, pull the curtain back. Here it is one more time. Mona last week goes, oh, let's do this. It I'm like, I don't really know there's anything in there. No, no, no. Listen, re- listen to this. She told me that. To, she says, listen to this. And she reads it. She goes, there's something there. But I did say, Words. do you think that there's enough in there? And you said, oh, yeah, sure. I trust <laughs> We didn't want to offend her about her life verse or anything. Exactly. <laughs> okay. 50, 51, 52. I, um, chapter 41 in Genesis, in case anybody wasn't keeping up. Before the year of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph. Aseneth, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, bore them to him. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. The name of the second he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, this chance to be in your word again. We thank you for the fact that um, 
as much as we joke, we know that your word is always fruitful, Heavenly Father. And so we just we pray that that fruit would be evident and that those that would be willing would hear it and be changed by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Since Mona's over there floundering <laughs> like a fish out of water. Can I say why I like these? <laughs> I don't know why that just hit my funny bones so hard. <sighs> All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm good. Recovery. We're good. Let's go. <laughs> So the reason, and then my sound effects. I, yeah, that I mean, it was on, on point, though. Like I could see the fish. <laughs> I knew what was going, what was happening. That was a trout. <laughs> so what caught your attention? Well, what caught my attention is the names of his sons, because when we think about mm-hmm. what all that he has been through, and yet he says, "God has made me forget all my hardship in my father and all my father's house." Let's think about what that implies. What, what are those hardships? Those hardships were being thrown into a pit and being sold, being thrown into prison, being, have, being made a slave, um, prison. His brothers hated him so much. I mean, go back to the very beginning. His brothers hated him so much that they couldn't say a kind word about him, right? So, um, and then... That's that. that was Dan's favorite verse of the whole time. And then the second one, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. And so... Um, I just think that those two names are so significant because they really lay out Joseph's life as we have been looking at it. And so that is why those two verses caught my eye. And if we went with what you have, we would be done. <laughs> That's right. I was about to say, and thanks for listening, guys. Next week we'll have... <laughs> um, Dan was looking a little excited no, about something I, I said. Not a, I've got I've to control my face better. I was confused. <laughs> um, well, okay, excited and then confusion, which is usually kind of how I live my life. Um, first of all, that that's exactly what stuck with me reading that, is it, there was an acknowledgement of where he had come from, what God had done. Um, but I... The only what tripped me up into confusion there is that idea of and all my father's house. Like, I when you explain it, it makes more sense. Um, but at the same time, like I just reading it like first time around, I was like, is he real? Like, does he see everything having to do with his family as as negative? Does he see it as like? Does he fully realize that he was? possibly part of the problem with the way he presented himself um but no when you explain it it kind of it clicks a little better there yeah so that was the confusion remind me what you said because i totally didn't get what dan just said because well he (laughs) i thought i was listening okay so so dan was saying that how he considered all his father's house as a as part of his heart Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but if we go back um, to where we started in chapter 37. I mean, his it brothers really hated him. Yeah. yeah. And his father, though, I mean, his father set him up for that, really. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and so, yes, he was a jerk. You know, go back yeah. to that episode. But his his brothers hated him, and his I brothers mean, they, could not. They threw him in a pit. So, yeah. yeah. Coming like, around on old dad, though, yeah. did, what, did his dad set him up, or did his dad just have some insight to who he was? And, I mean, possibly. I think he did what we do a lot of times, and I'm guilty of this all the time. Uh, the, but then you only have one kid. <laughs> no, no, not with my child. Yeah, and she's still not the favorite. <laughs> the, um, we love you. No, but but we get a word from God, and we say, all right, I'm running with it. Even if he's saying, 
now's not the time. Right. But here, you know, we I get think, a glimpse of it, and we're like off to the races. I mean, you know? I, I'm not backing up on what we said that week. He that's very bad parenting right. skill, right? But I do think there was a mix of. I so, think he knew sure. that Joseph was, and special, then jumped the gun with it, kind of. Yeah, and he jumped the gun mm. of of what was going to mm-hmm. happen, and and then so, yeah. So we're really not going to deal with this text anymore. Okay. You're in charge. But so I think you hit it on the head. I mean, notice what he did. He basically says, that's back behind me now. Mm. I'm n- mm. Joseph doesn't know he's ever going to see his brothers again right, or his dad. Right, right. I mean, he is completely surprised. Hey, okay. Um, what's it called when you tell something? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing mm-hmm. or... What's the other spoiler word? Spoiler alert. Spoiler. There we I was, go. Think, I was there thinking, we go. I thought foreshadowing, I think spoiler alert. When he sees his brothers, right. he's like, right. <laughs> he sort of gets the idea, he's like, oh, you sorry <laughs> dogs. <laughs> anyway, no, he doesn't. He doesn't say that. But but he, I mean, he does stuff to get him to bring his dad, which is all in God's plan. But I think about some passages of scripture that really, all of us have hurt mm-hmm. in our life. Agreed? Yeah. yeah. The question is, how do you handle it? And I really think this is what, I mean, I have studied this today and and pondered it. I, actually, Friday, I spent some time in it. What we see here is the ability at, at times by God to allow us to forgive. Now, the Bible doesn't necessarily say forget, uh-huh. but to forgive and put things behind us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. You cannot live and thrive as God wants you to with bitterness mm-hmm. and heartache right. and hurt, anger, yep. all that at the front of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if all that's in your your the, the frontal lobe of your brain mm-hmm. and that's where you're focused, your life is just going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. And I really think people that are like that, this is Hank psychoanalyzing somebody. <laughs> but I think this I think I could I think I could almost prove it in a little bit biblically. Those are the miserable people that you face. Oh, yeah. They have a hurt in their life that they can't move past. Right. And everything is filtered sort of through those rose colored glasses mm-hmm. of I've got this pain back there that I've never moved from. And everything is a result of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Joseph could. I mean, Joseph could have been. Yeah. A bad dude. Very, right. Yeah. Very much, he could have been focused yeah. on that. I mean, he could have pushed God away and all that. Anyway, so I got a couple verses. Okay. Um. Let's go to Lamentations. I. Getting all the easy stuff. Well, let's go to find Jeremiah and then go one over. You guys know this verse anyway. Lamentations chapter three. And just I want you guys to hear Joseph in these verses mm-hmm. and then we'll discuss them. I'm starting in verse 16. I could start way, way up earlier, but I'm gonna start at verse 16. He he has made my teeth grind on gravel, made me cower in ashes, my soul is bereft of peace. I've forgotten what happiness mm. is. That, I mean, you could literally write Joseph right there. Yeah. Right. Yep, absolutely. So I say, my endurance has perished. So has my hope from the Lord. Mm. But it's as if 
just the mention of the name. So he just said, my my hope is perish. Yeah. Right. But he says the Lord's name. Yes. Now listen. Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Yep. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Mm. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like there's a benefit to recalling everything God has <laughs> done and who he is. It's crazy. And then he says... The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope mm. in him. Mm. The one thing that will keep you going in the darkest of nights is hope. Right. It's all, I mean, it's so like, I love that because it literally is the turning point of that verse. I mean, literally, his Lord, name yeah. is literally the yeah. turning mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. The Lord. That is, oh. right. And I, right. I, and I, you know how I know that? Because I wrote it in my Bible. <laughs> I wrote his name marks a turning point. <laughs> I mean, if you read all of chapter three, I mean, Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. Mm-hmm. This whole chapter, I mean, this whole book is really about the lamentation. Hello. <laughs> he's weeping over Jerusalem and over right. Judah. He He's weeping. And so, but in all this, he's saying that. And I mean, my hope from, and then at that mention of his name, it's mm-hmm. like the it, whole book seems to turn. Right. And I, I'm going to be careful with this because I, Hank, I'm, I'm letting you know, keep it cool. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Yeah, man. Um, but then you, oh, this is dangerous ground to get on after the last episode. Uh, <laughs> then you get folks who don't read their Bible, who don't meditate on His Word and His name and what He's done, and and but yet they're like, well, why is everything going bad? Why can't I just seem to turn things around? Because you don't have the turning point. You don't have the hope. Yeah. Hmm. And so it, it is one of those things where I don't know how many times. And, and I'll be I'm going to be real petty here for a minute. Sometimes I get angry about it because I I want to have my pity party. But then you know whether it be windy, whether it be coming here or something, something will remind me. Hey, you know. God's not done. Yeah. God is good. You have hope and and there's nothing that can take it from you. And I'm like, but I'm not done having my pity party yet. You know, but yeah, that that's exactly what it comes down to is whether or not he stays at the forefront yeah. of your your mind. Yeah. I go back to the only thing that can keep you going in the darkness. Yep. Right. Is hope. Right. Right. And what, what you think? Well, I see your wheels turning over there. I see are. they're just going crazy. They are. Um, because what what does he say that he calls to mind? So it starts when he with the Lord, the name of the Lord, but then he calls to mind that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Mm-hmm. That the um the love in other translations it's um, translated as the loving kindness. It's the hased is the Hebrew word mm-hmm. that we oh, don't. I love that word. I that love we that word. don't even have a full understanding of. We don't even have a, a truly a comparable English word mm-hmm. for. Yep, that's right. Um, and so, but when you think about the steadfast love of the Lord, never ceases. It never goes away. It never runs out. It never gets frustrated with us. It never gets um, ready to throw in the towel. It is 
constantly there. And how can you wrap your mind and, around that right, love? Right, mm-hmm. right. You I clear, <laughs> I clearly remember. I mean, I've uh, grew up in the church. Um, I became a Christian at a very early age. I have always known God, and I've always known His love for me. But I clearly remember a time early in um, our marriage and early in serving with the Air Force and being at a retreat and just sitting down and being completely overwhelmed with the fact that God loved me. Just being completely overwhelmed by that fact. Because it's one thing to say you know that God loves you, but to really begin, and we can't have a full comprehension, you just said that, but to really begin to have a minutia of a comprehension of what that means is overwhelming. Um, and so that's what he calls to mind, that steadfast love of the Lord. And he said his mercies never come to an end. Um, what are his mercies? His mercies are the are not giving us what we deserve, mm-hmm. right? And giving us grace instead. And so, um, and so again, just like with his love, his mercies, he's never going to say, you blew it. I'm now you're you. yep. now you're gonna get it. Yeah. Now you're gonna get what you deserve. He never says that to us. Um, and they are new every morning. And his faithfulness, great is your faithfulness. And you must have said this because I have it written down in my Bible. Abund that great means abundant. And um I did because I have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I preached all yeah, I, preach I think or, you did. Something. Actually I think I preached on this in Brazil. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe. Um but that faithfulness, that that um, he will never leave us or forsake us. He will never turn his back to us. He will never turn his face away from us. He never leaves, lets his hand be lifted away from us. Um, never. It's abundant for us. So those things, those are the things about the Lord that he recalls, brings to mind, and then is able to have that flip. Yeah. And the great thing about it is that word faithfulness right there, when you when you look it up and you find it, it really speaks of his covenant faithfulness. Mm. And when you're talking right. about the covenant right. with God, right. that is an unending. And that, that's why you can say, really, that's why you can say everything that he said in verse 22 and, and, and the first part of, of 23, that there every morning, because it's all based upon his, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. covenant mm-hmm. faithfulness, mm-hmm. not ours. I go back to, not how many times have I said this over the past right. month, when we are faithless, yep. he is always yep. faithful. Yep. Always. And that that's what that, that gets after us. So that's one thing that I believe he lived out with, with old Joseph was that. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's go on to something else, shall we? We shall. How much time we have? We got uh, only 12 minutes. Oh, well, we got to hit it quick. <laughs> go to Philippians, and this is how you do it. Chapter 3. Hmm. Now I'm going to talk to you about so that that's sort of the mentality, if you will, if you will, mm-hmm. and this is sort of the um, directality, <laughs> whatever that means. This is why we can't have captions. <laughs> <laughs> it's the direction because listen to what he says in verses 13 and 14, brothers. I don't consider myself to have made it my own. Mm. Can you not hear Joseph? He's like. He's all. I mean, he's sitting there, and he's now the prime minister. And he goes, "I, I really didn't do this. Right. I'm right. here because of something God told me. Right. I was just his mouthpiece, right. brothers. I 
but um, but one thing I do. This is Joseph Life's forgetting what lies behind. Yep. Yep. He could have been chained back there. Yep. Even now, going, man, but my brothers, but my brothers, but but my brothers, but 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 Potiphar's wife, mm-hmm. but the jail, but the cupbearer and the baker, but but my whole. I, do you know how bad I've had it? Mm-hmm. Straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of Jesus Christ. Man, sometimes you got to leave it back there. Yep. And you got to turn away from it. Yeah. You can't worry about what happened back there. Mm-hmm. I can only go. And the reason you keep going this, because I skipped this one. I'm going to go back to it real quick. The reason you keep going that way, because everything behind, and I'm pointing behind me, <laughs> everything behind me brought me to this point in yep. Romans 8, 28, and I need to keep striving ahead of me to fulfill the calling of God in my life. Right. Which is to look more like him. Right. And be more like him. Right. And act more like him. Mm. And sound more like him. Mm. Can I get another one out? <laughs> so what do you think? Well, and you think about Paul writing this that what he endured and what he had been through. So he, what did he leave behind too? I I mean all, A his, murderous life? <laughs> right. I mean, right. Completely who he was. And then as a Christian and the suffering that he endured even as um, he preached the gospel is, um, yeah. So he, I mean, it's not like he's just saying that and didn't experience anything that he had to forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, and I was trying to think. Hey, I, yes, he did uh, have to forget uh, stuff from his own buddies. I mean, just go read 2 Corinthians for, chapter 11. Right, right. Of everything that brother endured mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in his walk. Right. Okay. Uh, Mine's not overwhelmingly great, but uh, no, I was trying to. Think, uh, I was listening to a song yesterday, and and it had words I'm going to completely butcher now. But essentially, that it it was the idea that you can't move forward into where God's calling you if you're constantly looking back at. Especially if you're looking back, you know, you get those Christians who are like, "I'm saved," but but what about this thing I did before? Yeah. I was like, "What about it?" You're a new creation. You got a new ID. You don't need to worry about God it. God said, "I put you uh, as far as the east is from the yeah. west." Yeah, right. Um, the other thing that that jumped out. Oh, good grief! Hold on, I almost lost it. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back. It um. Oh, just this recognition. So if you if you jump back to to Genesis 41, um, and just I guess 51 and 52. It, how do they both start when it, uh, talking about his name? It says for God, for God. And so it's that recognition again of, you know, he could have said, man, I'm, I sure am lucky that things worked out the way they did. No, he knew who brought him to where he's at, yeah. you know. Well, and don't ask me who it is off the top of my head, but there are people who, who have named in, in the Bible who named their children based on what they suffered, right? Oh, um, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. See, well, I mean, <laughs> Naomi in the book of Ruth yes, changed yes, her whole name. Right, right, right. Thank you. Right. So. They, they're bitter. <laughs> She's like, I'm bitter. Right. So anyway. All I could think of was wash pot. Wash pot. <laughs> <laughs> You led us there, though, buddy. It, it was, Me and you were thinking the it, same yeah, thing. Yeah, we were there. I just, go on <laughs> she, she changed her name from Naomi to Mara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's impressive. What? I, I just That's good. pulled that Very out good. right there, buddy. Yeah, I didn't help him with that one. Let me tell you. <laughs> you said wash pot, bro. 
All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. All right, in First Peter, mm. chapter four. Did you did you hear her? She went. Mm. I love Peter. Well, you he, know that's where where we've been on Goose of Grace. Been last week we were in there. She don't know. She don't listen. No, wait, that's not true. She can't stand it. No, that's she not true. She told me, bro, it was the craziest, <laughs> sassiest. Just there was one that got a little. Hey, that might be true, but I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did start. We to accept listen. what we are. I <laughs> I did start to listen, but I've uh, been really good lately. Yeah, I didn't get that far yet in listening. I, I will though. I, I always I listen. Couldn't get that far. <laughs> that was that, great shade right that there. Was, that was nothing. It was a roller coaster. I will get there. I just haven't gotten there yet. Okay, can I, can like I encourage you in something? You have to Quit do it in saying small it. Okay. Because you keep on telling them that they were really bad. They've not no, been really good yet. No, really that's bad. what you just <laughs> said. It's like sardines. I can eat a little bit and then I got to rest. Exactly. <laughs> no, because last I was listening. To, I was listening and I thought we were headed into the Bible. And then all of a sudden they were talking about a screwdriver. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, you uh, got to get oh, through it. Oh, by the way, there's, there's probably a... a <laughs> A Phillips head bit somewhere on it the It is. Desk. Okay. All right. <laughs> I left it here. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Where are we anyway, at? First Peter. I love Peter. Done bashing a goose. <laughs> Chapter four. <laughs> That's what it says. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial. Verse 12. Fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. And Dan just had a fit. I did. Well, listen, if you thought that was good, if you go over to chapter 5 and verse 10, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who's called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Amen. Amen. I told you I had it out of that chapter. Now, I didn't tell y'all to begin with, but I had it. I don't know. So what do you think? I don't know. I, well, I, you're the one that jumped out of your chair. Well, isn't this a joke? I mean, I mean, you can see Joseph. Yeah, yeah. In all yeah. of this, mm-hmm. and he tells you this mm-hmm. by what he names his kids. Yes, yeah. See, I mean, you right? Because she <laughs> and you missed it. My girl went see <laughs> with the. We're wide not eyes. speaking terms now. I'm just saying <laughs> because you can see in Joseph him being restored. You can see him being confirmed. You can see him being strengthened. You can see him being established. You can see that. Yeah, I love that. All because he never forgot in the darkness Mm -hmm. what he learned in the light. Right. Yes. He never lost the hope. I was just thinking back. (laughs) Okay, Dan. To to something you had uh, preached about. Okay. Well, that's Uh, always a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes. No. <laughs> Hebrews. I'm getting Now he's throwing now. shade. I mean, um, where is this shade coming from? The uh, No, I was just saying um, Hebrews 11, 25. Um, I haven't preached that yet, bro. Yes, you have. No, I, ha- I just finished 19. You went. <laughs> I just finished Hebrews chapter 11. This is dropping after your. Sermon. I'm not getting there this week either. Okay. <laughs> did I? I did he I? Must have been imagining his sermon. I'm so confused right now. Okay. Oh, my brain hurts. So, so I had this great thought, completely independent, not based on anybody's uh, <laughs> preaching, because I'm just that smart. Uh, we'll go back to 24, 11, 24. Oh, yeah. but- <laughs> 
He had to wait till I, I tried to steal a little of the glory for it. And then he. Uh, what did I preach on Sunday? I mean, my last week. <laughs> Hebrews 1124. By faith. I had the wrong passages written down there, buddy. Yes, you did. You put it wrong on you put it wrong on that. On everything. By yeah. faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather, and this is where, where I want to focus, to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. And and again, it's that idea of it nobody wants to be, you know, mistreated or or corrected or anything. But at the same time, when you know it's God doing it, you know there's a purpose and there's there's a good to it. And it's all according to Scripture. It's it's actually more valuable than Absolutely. the world's yeah. wealth. Right. And if you go there, Moses had it all. Mm-hmm. Moses and I've read a couple commentaries that said they all think Moses was in line to be the next mm-hmm. Pharaoh, mm-hmm. which would have been God on earth, little G. Mm-hmm. Yep. And. Right. Egypt was the superpower. Yeah. And he gave it all up. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, if you go back to Acts chapter 7, where Stephen is recounting the story of the Jews, and he said it came into Moses' heart. Translate it, God spoke to him. Yes. Moses, like Joseph, though, tried to do it on his own. Mm -hmm. First. At first. At first, yeah. Yeah. And so then, uh, and listen, (laughs) so Joseph had it easy. Yeah. Joseph was sent to prison for like thir- we're going thirty five minutes, bro. Okay. Joseph was sent to prison for thirteen years and all that stuff, slavery, prison, all that. Man, Moses went to the backside of nowhere yeah. for forty yeah. years, bro. I mean, think about that. Which would you rather? What would you rather? <laughs> thirteen years as a slave and a prisoner, or forty years on the backside of nowhere? And with with a bunch of whiny folks at the same time, I'm just saying. Which one? I the forty years. Yeah, with a bunch of whiny. I'd say thirteen. Thirteen. But but I was just thinking. I don't know. Every she never answers a question. Now that's not true. That's not true. You don't answer anything. Oh no, she answered a question without commentary. When Tyler was texting me your questions, I gave answers right away. No, she, said she answered real quickly question mark, question mark, question mark, when you. Uh, yeah. No, I get. I'll show you. I gave. She didn't hesitate to answer me. when you asked her if she could get through an episode of The Goose of Grace. So she had that one. On <laughs> she the was ready. quick. Like, she was nope. quick on that one. Um, no, but I think about you know you take that where essentially again little G God on Earth and, and He gave it up and we'll get distracted because we don't want to inconvenience our schedule or whatever. I mean, you know, just you any little hung thing. hung up on that thing, bro. I, well, quit preaching about it. I won't get hung <laughs> up on it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, so closing thoughts. We're, we're over, over our time. So my closing thought is I'm going to go back to... Um, Sorry. <laughs> I apologize to, to our listeners if they're still out there because that was that was Hank uh, raking his glasses across the microphone. Enjoy that. Um, I'm going to go back to chapter 39 and um, in verse 21, and um, Joseph has been put into prison. And verse 21 says, "But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love." And when we were in that chapter, we talked about the fact that. Joseph knew that God was with him, and Joseph knew that steadfast love. And so I think that that's kind of pivotal to the whole 
Oh yeah, yeah. The whole story of Joseph and all that he went through. And so as we get over here to what he has named his sons, that um, it is evident that it's true and that he did know those things yeah. indeed. Yeah, you're you're, you're shown. Let me just say this: no. your testing proves your character. Yes, yes. Yep. Well, it, it, when does a toothpaste come out of the tube? When you squeeze it. And when you squeeze it, what's in it is what comes out. Yep. Right. And so what happened when Joseph, I mean, Joe, man, oh, man, I wish we had about another hour. <laughs> Many times when you're in the lap of luxury, you're going to be lazy and you're going to think, oh, yeah. that. it is when you're squeezed yep. that you figure out just who you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Dan. Um, I'm just going back to that for God again. That, because we, and we've talked about this when, you feel like, you know, when you get to the top of the mountain, or at least what you you assume is the top of the mountain, it's real easy to forget and say, aren't, aren't I? I mean, like, he could name his kids, my dad's great and my dad's <laughs> grand, you know? I mean, like, but, but he knew he knew who had brought him through, and he knew who would continue to bring him through. Because, as we've said, a lot of times what we call the top of the mountain is just the beginning of the next valley, you know? And so I, I just encourage people to – you know, a lot of times, we, you know, we say, oh, things are so tough. I'm going to run to God. And then the minute things let up the least little bit, we're like, oh, I got it from here on out. And that's yeah. when we mess up. So just remember that. Yeah, stay with God. He's always a good answer. All right, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we love you to help us to to live out our faith, which is exactly what Joseph ultimately did. Um, so God, just just be with us. And, and God, thank you for this opportunity uh, to open in another portion of your word. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey. We got old Bino, Dino, Balamino, Bino. I love the name game. Yeah, <laughs> man. Great. Um, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Seven weeks of Christmas. Oh, boy.